I must admit, Jack, I thought I had you figured. But it turns out you're a hard man to predict. Me, I'm dishonest. And a dishonest man you can always trust to be dishonest. Honestly, it's the honest ones you want to watch out for. Because you can never predict when they're going to do something incredibly stupid. There were a lot of long words in there, Miss. We're not but humble pirates. Apparently there's some sort of high-toned and fancy to-do up at the fort, eh? How could it be two upstanding gentlemen such as yourselves did not merit an invitation? Someone has to make sure this dock stays off limits to civilians. It's a fine goal, to be sure. But it seems to me that a, a ship like that makes this one here a bit superfluous, really. Oh, the Dauntless is the power in these waters, true enough. But there's no ship that can match the Interceptor for speed. I've heard of one. Supposed to be very fast, nigh uncatchable. The Black Pearl. <laughs> well, there's no real ship that can match the Interceptor. Black Pearl is a real ship. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yes. You haven't seen it? Yes, I have. You've seen a ship with black sails that's crewed by the damned and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out. No. No. But I have seen a ship with black sails. Oh. And no ship that's not crewed by the damned and captained by a man so evil that hell itself spat him back out could possibly have black sails. Therefore, couldn't possibly be any other ship than the Black Pearl. Is that what you're saying? No. Like I said, there's no real ship as can match the Interceptor. The whole story, the whole legends of the golden age of piracy is such an amazing, wonderful thing. Now, yes, it probably wasn't wonderful back then, and there probably was a good bit of eyebrow-raising, shrugging, kind of hanging your heads and massive headaches that came around the time but it makes you wonder who were the famous legends of the time and have we heard of any famous names and it makes you think of three people three people come to mind and three people that I want to dig farther into and do a lot of research on so a lot of this is going to come from actual Wikipedia articles and actual books that I was able to find at the library and and uh, check out and stuff that I was able to find online, books that I was able to borrow online about the golden age of piracy and other and famous pirates. And a lot of them have to do with, well, Mary Reed and Bonnie and Calico Jack or Jack Rackham. And a lot of it is going to be about them, about the three of them. And I'm going to try to focus on just Mary and Anne. And I may touch, I may get a little bit into Jack. But if I don't, I'll kind of bridge over and talk about him in the next episode or get into him as much as I can. But Mary it was an English pirate. And she and Anne Bonny are two of the most famed female pirates of all time. And they are among the few women known to have been convicted of piracy during the early 18th century at the height of the golden age of piracy. 
Mary, Mary was born in England in 1685. She began dressing as a boy as a young age, at, her, at first at her mother's urging, in order to receive inheritance money, and then as a teenager in order to join the British military. She then married, and upon her husband's death, moved to the West Indies around 1715. And in 1720, she met Jack Rackham and joined his crew, dressing as a man alongside Anne Bonny. Her time as a pirate was successful but short-lived, and as she, Bonny, and Rackham were arrested in November 1720, although Rackham was swiftly executed, both, both Mary and Anne claimed to be pregnant and received delayed sentences. Mary died of a fever in April 1721, likely due to complications from the pregnancy. There has been a lot debated as to whether or not Anne actually was pregnant, or, or it was something that she claimed to have been to get out of the execution that Calico Jack received, and that she was sentenced to receive. And Mary is said to Mary. They think Mary died somewhere between thirty-five and thirty-six years old. And she was, and she was born. She was born in at the time the Kingdom of England, like I said earlier, in sixteen eighty-five. Her mother had married a sailor and had a son. After her husband disappeared at sea, Mary's mother became pregnant after an extramarital love affair. Reed's mother attempted to hide the pregnancy by going to live with friends in the country. Shortly thereafter, her son died, and she gave birth to Mary. In financial distress, her mother decided to, dis to disguise Mary as her dead son in order to receive monetary support from her late husband's mother. The grandmother was apparently fooled, and mother and daughter lived, in the lived on the inheritance into Mary's teen years. Dressing as a boy, Mary found work as a footboy, and then employment on a ship. She later joined the British military, which was allied with Dutch forces against the French. This could have been during the Nine Years' War, or during the War of Spanish, of Spanish Succession. Mary, in male disguise, proved herself through battle, but fell in love with a Flemish soldier. When they married, she used her military commission and gifts from the intrigued brethren in arms to acquire an inn named Didrie. These are these three separate words, and I'm Didrie. I can get, but the rest of just I'm going to butcher in pronunciation. D e space d r i e space h o e f i j z e r s. The three horseshoes near Breda Castle in the Netherlands. Upon her husband's early death, Mary resumed male dress and military service in the Netherlands. With peace, there was no room for advancement, but sh so she quit and boarded a ship bound for the West Indies. Mary's ship was taken by pirates, whom she willingly joined. She accepted the king's pardon around... I want to say because the notes and the articles are referred, the books are referred to, each have different dates and different years, and it's kind of unclear and kind of fuzzy. But when she accepted the king's pardon, 
the common concession from everything I've researched says it was roughly around 1718 to approximately 1719 somewhere around in that area then she took commission to be then she took commission to a privateer but joined the crew in mutiny in 1720 she joined the pirate John Calico Jack Rackham and his companion and Bonnie who both believed her to be a man on August 22, 1720, the three stole an armed sloop named William from the port of Nassau. Scholars are uncertain how female pirates like, Anne, like Mary and Anne concealed their sex in a male-dominated environment. Some scholars, however, have theorized that the wearing of breeches by female pirates may have been either a method of hiding their identity or simply as a practical clothing that solidified their working place aboard the ship and among other seamen. When Anne told Mary she, that she was a woman because she was attracted to her, Mary revealed that she too was a woman. To abate the jealousy of her lover, Jack, who suspected romantic involvement between the two, Anne told him that Mary was a woman. Speculation over the relationship between Anne and Mary led to images depicting the two in battle together. A victim of the pirates, Dorothy Thomas, left a description of Mary and Anne. They, they wore men's jackets, she says, and long trousers and handkerchiefs tied about their heads. And each of them had a machete and a pistol in their hands and they cursed and swore at the men to murder her. To, to murder her being Dorothy. Thomas also recorded that she knew that they were women from the largeness of their chest. On November 15, 1720, pirate, pirate hunter Captain Jonathan Barnett took Jack Rackham's crew by surprise. While they hosted a rum party with another, with another crew of Englishmen at Negril Point off the west coast of the colony of Jamaica. After a volley of fire disabled the pirate vessel, Calico Jack's crew and their guests fled, the hold, fled to the hold, leaving only the women and one other to fight Barnett's boarding party. It is also possible that Calico Jack and his crew were too drunk to fight. Allegedly, Mary angrily shot into the hold, killing one and wounding others. When, when the men would not come, come up and fight with them, Barnett's crew eventually overcame the women. Jack Rackham surrendered, requesting quarter. Jack, Calico Jack and his crew were arrested and brought to trial in what is now Spanish Town, Jamaica where they were sentenced to hang for acts of piracy, as were Mary and Anne. However, the women claimed they were both, they were both, quote, quick with child, known as pleading the belly. When received, when they received temporary, because of that, they received temporary stays of execution. Mary, Mary died of a violent fever while in prison. Her April 28, 1721 burial is in the records of St. Catherine's Church in Jamaica. There is no record of the burial of her baby, suggesting that she may have died while pregnant.
there's a lot of inconsistencies. There's a lot of inconsistencies. Perhaps that's the that, that's a poor choice of word. There's a lot of fuzzy. I guess is is the wrong is the wrong way to say it. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. Things that are kind of weird about about things. Um, it's not really. There's a lot of things that are not very clear about Mary. Things that don't that don't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. And it's kind of hard to. They know, like I said, in the church, they know that there's evidence that of Mary's death, and they can prove that, and they can they can see that. But there's a lot of other things that kind of are kind of fuzzy. It's it's now there's a lot. There's also a lot on Anne Bonny, and there's also kind of inconsistencies about her as well. And she was actually, it's interesting, she was actually an Irish pirate who was operating in the Caribbean and one of the few female pirates in recorded history. That little, the, the little that is known of her life comes largely from Captain Charles Johnston's A General History of the Pirates. Anne was born in Ireland around 1700 and moved to London and then to the province of Carolina when she was about 10 years old. She then married in around 1715 and moved to Nassau in the Bahamas, then a sanctuary for pirates. It was there that she met Calico Jack Rackham and became his, part, his pirate partner and lover. She was captured alongside Rackham and Mary in October 1720. And as 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 has been sentenced, as been has said, they were sentenced to death. And you've heard about how they got out of it, or at least how they tried to get out of it. Anne's birth date is speculated to be around 1700. She was said to be born on in Old Head of Kinsale in Cook County, Ireland. She was the daughter of a servant woman. Mary Brennan and Brennan's employer, lawyer William Cormack. Official records and contemporary letters dealing with her life are scarce, and most modern knowledge stems from Charles Johnston's book, a collection of pirate biographies. The first edition partly, the first edition is partly accurate. The second, they think, at least from what I've been able to see, is a lot is pretty embellished, but. Excuse me, but Anne Bonny's father, William Carmack, William Cormack, first moved to London to get away from his wife's family, and he began dressing his daughter as a boy and calling her Andy. When Cormack's wife discovered William had taken in the legitimate daughter and was bringing the child up to be a lawyer's clerk and dressing her as a boy, she stopped giving him an allowance. Cormac then moved to the province of Carolina, taking along his former serving girl, the mother of Bonnie. Anne Bonnie's father abandoned the original MC prefix of their family name to blend more easily into the Charlestown citizenry. At first, the family had a rough start in their new home, but Cormac's knowledge of law and ability to buy and sell goods soon financed a townhouse townhouse and eventually a plantation just out of town. 
Anne's mother died when she was 12. Her father attempted to establish himself as an attorney, but did not fare well. Eventually, he joined the more profitable merchant business and accumulated a substantial fortune. It is known that Anne had red hair and was considered a good catch, but, may, but she may have had a fiery temper. At age 13, she supposedly stabbed a servant girl with a knife. She married a poor sailor and small-time pirate named James Bonney. James hoped to win possession of his father-in-law's estate, but Anne was disowned by her father. Her father did not approve of James Bonney as a husband for his daughter, and he kicked Anne out of their house. There is a story that Anne set fire to her father's plantation in retaliation, but no evidence exists in support. However, it is known that sometime between 1714 in 1718, she and James Bonney moved to Nassau, on New Providence Island, known as a sanctuary for English, pir English pirates called the Republic of Pirates. Many inhabitants received a king's pardon or otherwise evaded the law. It is also recorded that after she, after the arrival of, the, of Governor Woods, of Governor Woods Rogers, in the summer of 1718. James Bonney became an informant for the governor. James Bonney would report to Governor Rogers about the pirates in the area, which resulted in a multitude of these pirates being arrested. Anne disliked the work of her husband that her, that her husband did for Governor Rogers. While in the Bahamas, Anne began mingling with pirates in the tavern. She met Calico Jack, and he became her lover. He offered money to her husband, James, if he would divorce her, but her husband refused and apparently threatened to beat John. John being Calico Jack, Rackham. She and Rackham escaped the island together, and she became a member of Calico Jack's crew. She disguised herself as a man on the ship, and only Rackham and Mary Reed were aware that she was a woman, until it became clear that she was pregnant. Rackham, and Rackham then landed her at Cuba, where she gave birth to a son. She then rejoined Jack and continued the pirate life, having divorced, divorced her husband and married Rackham while at sea. Anne, Rackham, and Reed stole the ship William, then at anchor in Nassau, and yeah, Nessa and put out to sea. Lost my place in the in the notes there. Sorry, everyone. Rackham and the two women re recruited a new crew. The crew spent years in Jamaica and the surrounding area. Anne took part in combat alongside the men, and Governor Rogers named her in a wanted pirate circular, published in the Boston newsletter. In October of 1720, Calico Jack and his crew were attacked by a sloop captained by John Bennett, Barnett, under a commission from Nicholas Laws, governor of Jamaica. Most of Calico Jack's pirates put up little resistance, as many of them were too drunk to fight. They were taken to Jamaica, where they were convicted and sentenced 
by Governor Laws to be hanged. According to Johnson, Bonnie's last words to Anne's last words to to Rackham were had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Reed, Mary Reed and Bonnie both pleaded their bellies, asking for mercy because they were pregnant. And the court granted them a stay of execution until they gave birth. While Mary died in prison, most likely from her fever, a ledger from a church in Jamaica listed her burial as April 28, 1720. It said, Mary Reed, pirate. While there is no decker, while there is no record, I don't know why that just popped out of my mouth there. While there is no record, record, while there is no record of Anne Bonny's release, and this has this has fed speculation as to her fate. A ledger lists the burial of Anne Bonny on December twenty ninth, seventeen thirty three, in the same town in Jamaica where she was tried. Charles Johnson writes in the general history of the robberies and, mar- and marauders of the mostly notorious pirates, published in 1724. She was, continued, she was continued in prison to the time of her lying in, and afterwards reprived from time to time. But what has become of her since, we cannot tell. Only this, only this we know, that she was not executed. That is very very interesting a lot happens from from a lot is known about their lives about Mary and Anne's lives as pirates for Calico Jack and you can think and you can say you can think because you notice the similarities in the name you can think in that there's a lot of similarities between Jack Rackham and Jack Sparrow same first name and just kind of their behaviors. Now, Jack Sparrow would never have been caught and never have been tried in the way that Jack Rackham was. It just wouldn't have occurred. And Calico Jack was a different man than than Jack Sparrow ever would be. But, yes, and of course, we all know that Jack Sparrow is fictitious. But still, suspending all disbelief, you can see how... They might have one had been might have been based on the other. Sorry, allergy cough coming on. I'll move the mic. <coughs> it led me. It led me to trying to decide, decipher and decide more about Jack. And he he was an English pirate operating in the Bahamas and in Cuba during the early 18th century. His nickname is derived from from the calico clothing that he wore, while Jack is a nickname for John. (coughs) Rackham was active towards the end of the Golden Age of Piracy. He is most remembered for having Mary Reed and Anne Bonny. Calico Jack deposed Charles Vane from his position as the captain of the Sloop Ranger then cruised the Leeward Islands, Jamaica Channel, and Windward Passage. He accepted a pardon in 1719 and moved to New Providence, where he met Anne. He, he returned to piracy in 1720 by stealing a British sloop, and Anne joined him. The new crew included Anne, 
including Mary Reed and including Anne, Mary Reed, who was disguised as a man at the time. There's a there's he he had a crew, a very, very big crew. And little is known of Rackham's upbringing or early life. Except for the fact that he was English and born around the year 1682. <coughs> the first record of him as a quartermaster on Charles Vane's Brigantine Ranger in 1718. It operated out of New Providence in the Bahamas, which is a notorious base for pirates known as, pir- as, pirate- as the Pirates Republic. Vane and his crew robbed several ships outside New York City, then encountered a large French man-of-war. The ship was at least twice as large as Vane's brigantine, and immediately pursued them. Vane commanded a retreat from battle, claiming caution as as his reason. Jax quickly quickly spoke up and contested the decision, suggesting that they fight the man-of-war because it would have plenty of riches. In addition, he argued, if they captured the ship, it would place a much larger ship at their disposal. Of the approximately 91 men on the ship, only 15 supported Vane in his decision. Vane declared that the captain's de- declared that the captain's decision to consider that the Vane declared that the captain's decision is considered final. However, despite the overwhelming support for Rackham's cry to fight, they fled the man of war. On November 24th, 1718, Rackham called the vote in which the men branded Rackham well the men branded sorry branded Rackham I, I jumped down a line and screwed up there. <laughs> sorry everyone. While the men branded Vane a coward and removed him from the captaincy, making Calico Jack the next captain. Rackham gave Vane for his fifth gave Vane and his 15 supporters the other ship in the fleet, allowing with a decent supply of ammunition goods. Rackham made a career out of, of plundering small vessels close to shore once he became captain. He and his crew captured the Kingston, a small Jamaican vessel, and made it their flagship. They made several conquests in the West Indies, taking a couple of large ships off Bermuda. In 1719, Rackham sailed into Nassau in the Bahamas, taking advantage of of general amnesty for pirates to obtain a royal pardon and commission from Governor Woods Rogers. Rogers had been sent to the Bahamas to address the problem of pirates in in the Caribbean who had started to attack and steal from British ships. In December... He captured the merchant ship Kingston. The Kingston had a rich cargo and promised to be a big score for Rackham and his crew. Unfortunately for him, the Kingston had been taken within sight of Port Royal, where outraged merchants outfitted bounty hunters to go after him. They caught up with him on fe- in February of 1719, while his ship and the Kingston were anchored at the Isle were anchored at the Ilas de los Pinos off Cuba. Rackham and his most of his men were on shore at the time, escaping capture by hiding in the woods. But the ship and rich trophy were taken. 
Captain Charles Johnson describes how Rackham stole a ship, stole a sloop, in his, in his seminal book, A Great History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious, Notorious Pirates. I would heavily recommend, and that's one of the books I use for my resource. I would have re resources. I would heavily recommend looking that book up heavily. Now, it does touch a lot on Calico Jack and Mary Reed and Anne Bonny, but you can look into that, and it's, it's, it's a great resource and a great book. Rackham and his men were at a town in Cuba refitting their small sloop when a Spanish warship charged with charged with patrolling the Cuban coast, entered the harbor, along with a small English sloop which they had captured. The, small, the Spanish warship saw the pirates but could not get away, not get at them at low tide. So they anchored in the harbor entrance to wait for morning. That night, Rackham and his men rode over to the captured English sloop and overpowered the Spanish guards there. As dawn broke, the warship began blasting Rackham's old ship, now empty, as Rackham and his men silently sailed past their new pirate. Sil sil no, sil silently sailed past. Yeah, they silently sailed past their new pirate. <laughs> they silently sailed past in their new prize. Rackham and his men made their way back to Nassau, where they appeared before Governor Rogers and asked for the royal pardon, claiming that Vane had forced them to become pirates. Rogers hated Vane and chose to believe them, granting them the pardon and allowing them to stay. Their time as honest men, however, did not last long. But, while in port, Jack became, began an affair with Anne, wife of sailor James Bonney, who was employed by Governor Rogers. James learned about the relationship and brought... And to Governor Rogers, who ordered her whipped and charges of adultery. Rackham offered to buy Anne in a divorce by purchase, because, he said, he loved her. But her husband sternly refused. This caused Anne to flee Nassau and run away to the Bahamas. And run away to run away to the Bahamas. Run away run away with Rackham. The pair, with a new crew, escaped to sea together, avoiding Rackham's pardon. Avoiding, avoiding and avoiding Rackham's pardon by stealing a sloop belonging to John Ham. No, not the madman actor. They, they sailed the Caribbean for two months, taking over, taking over other pirate ships. Rackham would eventually invite the crew of, of the ships that he attacked to join his own. Anne eventually became pregnant and went home to Cuba to have her child. In December of 1720, the Bahamas governor issued a proclamation declaring Rackham and his crew pirates. Although it was not published until October 1720, after publication of the warrant, Pirate hunter John Barnett and former pirate and former pirate Jean Bonadavis Bonadvis Bonadvis. See, the minute as much time as you look at that word, you still can butcher it and destroy it. J e a n b o n a d v i s. He started in pursuit of Jack, who was cruising near Jamaica, capturing numerous small fishing vessels 
and terrorizing fishermen along the northern Jamaican coastline. Rackham and his crew had been sailing west towards Negril. On or roughly around October 30th, 1720, Rackham's sloop was laid at anchor and fired a gun which caught the attention of, of John Bonadavis's sloop. He reported that this to Barnett, who sailed to investigate the sloop. At 10 p.m., Barnett called out to the sloop to inquire what they were doing. The reply was Jack Rackham, was John Rackham from Cuba. And Barnett immediately ordered him to strike his colors. Someone replied that they would not surrender and fired a swivel gun at Barnett's sloop. Barnett ordered, the bro- ordered a broadside, which destroyed the boom on Rackham's ship, and his crew called for quarter. Barnett had the men put ashore at Davis's Cove near Lucia, Jamaica, where Major Richard James, a militia officer, placed them under arrest. Rackham and his crew were brought to Spanish Town, Jamaica, in November of 1720, where they were tried and convicted of piracy. Jack was Jack was executed in Port Royal on November 18, 1720. His body was then was then gibbeted on display, and had a very small is had a, on a very small islet at a main entrance to Port Royal, now known as Rackham's K. Anne and Mary, as we know, both claimed to be pregnant. And they were given a temporary stay and imprisoned at Fort Charles until the claim was proven. Mary died in her cell in April 1721. George Featherston, Richard Corner, John Davis, and John Hallwell were executed along with Jack Rackham in Port Royal. Patrick Cardy, Thomas Earle, James Dobin, and Noah Harwood were executed the next day in Kingston. The day after Rackham's first trial, former crew members John Old Dad the Cooper, or Phoenix Fenwick, and Thomas, Bo- Thomas Bourne were separately tried and convicted for, for mutinies committed in mid-June 1720 off Hispaniola. Nine men who had, caught, who had been caught drinking with Rackham's crew were tried and convicted on January 24th of 1721. On February 17th, 10, February 17th, John Eaton, Thomas Quick, and Thomas Baker were executed at the Gallows Point in, at Port Royal. And the next day, John Cole, John Howard, and Benjamin Palmer were executed at Kingston. The fate of the remaining three is unknown. There's a lot a, a lot about what Jack did, and a lot of what his crew did, and a lot of the legends that surround him is very, very interesting, and very, very examples of what I think um, Johnny Depp and Lando Bloom were trying to go for when they showed you know, edgy, live by the live by the edge of the law, fly by the seat of your pants, kind of crazy 
weird off the wall pirates and it had it had a basis or a founding in reality it came from calico jack and his crew now and i guess because at the time of what they were doing at the time they kind of wanted to get the aura of pirates or what they were doing they wanted to get a kind of heroes or people who didn't follow the law of the sea and if you go to those points in the Bahamas and go to those areas in the Bahamas, you can live and you can see the legends of where Calico Jack and his crew were. You can see the records of Mary Reed's death and of, of and Bonnie's legend. You can see all this. It's unbelievably awesome and really, really cool. And it's just so fascinating. Now, I'm lucky I was able to touch on all three of them and get Calico Jack in there, too. And I'm going to try to look up, and see, look up for some more pirates and see if I can find some more stuff on them. Because, like I said, this whole thing is just wildly awesome. So, thank you all for listening and thank you all for sticking around here. Stick around for a little bit more on the end here. Want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there? True, true friends of this podcast? Check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout-out. Want to check out the greatest storytelling podcast out there? Want to ride to Hogwarts with Hagrid? Check out Common Room Talk on all the major podcast platforms. Tony tells you a story that will pull you in. You will be impressed and you will love it all the time. True magic is more than tricks, it's more than smoke and mirrors. It's happiness and the joy of entertainment and fun. It's about believing in something that's fantasy and just here to make you smile. That's what makes a person truly gifted. They just want to make you smile. And Vegas has one of those kind, gifted people. Do yourself a blessing you'll never forget. Visit Jen Kramer at the Westgate. See her show and follow her on Twitter at Jen Kramer Magic.